0: Hey guys, welcome to the Chisa Pod. I'm your host, Deepika Naidu, And this week, we are chatting to up-and-coming sensation Ricky Tyler about featuring on the Coming to America soundtrack, joining Def Jam Records, and the struggles of making it big in the entertainment industry.
1: Oya celebrity is filled with flavor. But you know that or who secured the latest bag? Or just who's dripping with sauce? And who's adding the spice? Because if it's hot, then it's definitely in the cheese pot.
0: How did you come about working on the Coming to America soundtrack? Um, so, what
1: pretty much happened is Def Jam contacted... Well, Def Jam were pretty much like looking for music. Well, Universal and Def Jam as a whole were looking for music that uh, could represent, obviously, mm-hmm. like Africa, you know, on like a worldwide platform, you know. And um, my song, Everything, was one of the songs that were already on my album, mm-hmm. which is the Small World album. And I'm coming to America, we're looking for songs for Africa to create, like a soundtrack album, obviously. So. Um, I, I, I had signed to Def Jam and I was, yeah, plain and simple. I was one of the people, one of the artists whose songs that they really liked and it got shortlisted and it got put onto the, the track list, you know. So when I was obviously looking for music for the movie, um, yeah, one of my songs was the song that they selected. Uh,
0: could you tell us more about the song?
1: The song is about me pretty much... It's, you know, your classic love story little tux, you know, a little bit toxic It's pretty much me trying to convince the girl that, you know, um, I'm very much you know, into her. And that, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much trying to pursue a girl who, who doesn't may, maybe see me in the same way, but she also happens to be in a relationship. So the whole song is, the whole narrative of the song is me trying to convince her that I, I'm a better option And if she gave me that chance, you know, like I'll give her everything, you know, whether it be financially, emotionally, physically, I'm that guy. You know, just take a chance on me um, because I feel like the choices you make aren't really like the best choices. You're always unhappy. And I just feel like, you know, I could do better than, you know, what the current situation is. So, yeah, that's the song. Everything.
0: What was it like collaborating with international musicians?
1: It was it was it was definitely um, a dream come true, you know. It was uh, it was you know something that I never had foreseen, you know what I mean? Like it was a blessing that came into my life, that you know I was definitely ready for. You know, it felt like it felt like the hard work was paying off. You know, it was it was also just me um, realizing that like I am, you know as great as you know the, the guys that are also doing big things you know in, in the industry so it was definitely a blessing you know like reassurance that like what i'm doing is definitely making an impact you know so it was a confidence booster for sure yeah.
0: did you ever think you'd be working on an internationally acclaimed soundtrack this early in your career
1: not at all not at all you know like when i came into the music business um you know i had some i had expectations you know but like You know, it was more to make an impact on Africa, you know. And um, yeah, you know, like I I hadn't foreseen this, you know what I mean? So um, like at the time, I didn't know that like my music was making that much of an impact. You know, I was just doing my thing, making my music. So definitely something I didn't expect, you know what I mean? I don't think anybody like just expects such, you know, big things to happen so quickly. So um, yeah, you know, I'm still taking it in and looking forward to the next big thing pretty much, yeah.
0: Where does your stage name, Ricky Tyler, come from?
1: So my stage name, Ricky Tyler, comes from, when I, was, when I was getting into music, I was going through like a bunch of different artist names. I went through a name called Auxiliary Priest. That didn't work. You know, I went through a name called Matador. My nickname in, in uh, high school was Boko, um, Boko Haram. Came out and that just, you know, it wasn't aligned with the right thing. You know, I'd go on stage and stop, you know, being called the wrong things on stage. So um, a friend of mine told me um, I must do this thing called a name generator. Right. And this name generator pretty much, you just put in your name and surname and it gives you an artist name. So it's the same thing that Donald Glover did and how he got Childish Gambino. So I typed in my name and surname into, um, a Wu Tang name generator, and Ricky Tyler came up, and I thought to myself, "Oh, that's a nice ring to it, you know." And I pretty much just ran with that, you know. So it was, yeah, I was literally just trying to go through a whole bunch of names and just find the right one that works. So yeah, that, that's how I got the alias Ricky Tyler.
0: How did you land the opportunity of working with Def Jam Records?
1: So um, initially, I had signed to Universal Music, and when Def Jam Africa was introduced to Africa, obviously, um, they were looking for artists who could represent Africa on an international level, you know? So, you know, Russell sent my music out to Def Jam, um, and that's how, I pretty, that's how that conversation pretty much started. And they loved my music, and they decided to put me on board. So it was purely just based on music, purely based on music when I heard my music, yeah. Um, I probably wouldn't I, I probably, you know, back when I did New York City Fashion Week, like when I got into modeling, it wasn't like it wasn't my decision. I was kind of pushed into it at the time. I was trying to pursue acting, actually. I was trying to pursue an acting career at the time. And then my agency thought it would be a good idea for me to also try modeling on on, on runaways, not something that's like I I thoroughly enjoy, you know, but I'll definitely like model just clothing and stuff like that. I'm definitely into that. So like I probably wouldn't go back to New York, like, like, uh, walking on a runway, but I'll definitely just model for, for brands, you know, I definitely like to just do photography and like, just do cool shoots in that sense, you know, but yeah, it was an opportunity that I didn't expect, Um, I gave it a try, and then I ended up on fashion week, but I also realized it's not really my thing to walk on the runway, but like, just doing like normal photography and dressing in cool clothing is more of my thing, you know
0: given that you're on a soundtrack for Hollywood movie, do you have plans to expand internationally?
1: Yeah, no, most definitely the plan was, you know, my plan was always to first make an impact in Africa and then from there to expand internationally to, to Europe and then to to the United States. So it's definitely been a plan of mine, you know, it's definitely been the goal and still my goal to, to, to blow up on an international stage. So yeah, it's definitely in the plans um, and those plans are pretty much in motion now as well. So.
0: What challenges have you experienced as a young artist in the South African music industry?
1: So it's definitely been pretty much just um, figuring out um, how to get onto the right platforms. You know, it's pretty much hustling to, to get onto, you know, enough platforms for you to be heard. Getting onto radio, just get, you know, Having money, you know, you need to have money to do certain things. You know, like in terms of getting videos done. You know, in terms of you know making the music. In terms of you know um, getting the music out there. In terms of getting on TV as well. You know what I mean? Like getting onto TV. So it's it's just it's just platforms really. You know, because people don't really hear you until they you know see enough of you until until you're on the places that they like watching a lot more. Until you're on the type of stages that people. Will often be at until you're on tv until you heard on radio so it's just getting onto enough you know, platforms that have been the challenges so it's always like a reach thing you know what i mean i feel like and also just an education thing i feel like a lot of artists like maybe the education for the music business and building the right kind of connections and getting into the right rooms you know those are definitely the challenges that you face so that you can represent yourself as an artist you know so uh i really had to hustle and just take it step by step and build relationships and like you know you know, really ask people to give me a chance, you know, to, 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 to listen to my stuff and, and um, to pretty much bank on me. So yeah, definitely just platforms, you know, just getting onto the right platforms pretty really challenging.
0: What can fans expect from you in the future?
1: A deluxe album from my album that recently dropped, which is Small World. They can expect the Everything music video, which we are getting ready to shoot. Uh, another four, probably four or five more studio albums um a, a, a tour around africa and then hopefully worldwide you know eventually uh more uh, collaborations you know with artists locally and internationally um and also just uh, yeah yeah that's that's what people can expect from me right now
0: thank you so much for um being on our podcast
1: cool. thank you for having me